This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who wrote the pine. I'm not your host, Matt Doherty. I'm also not Matt Doherty. I'm Scott Grimes, but I'm still not your host. Uh, we have a special guest host today that I will introduce uh, momentarily. But first, uh, we're going to introduce the team since we're doing all bench warmer teams tonight. It will be myself and uh, my partner here. I'm not sure if it's David or Lavid, but uh, Mr. David Lux, Lavid Ducks, uh, and myself teaming up against Dan and Marcus. So uh, to break up just hearing my voice, I'll throw it over uh, to Dan first. Uh, how's it going? And let us know uh, what's up. My beard fell off. I don't know if you saw that or not. Just like fell off. Are you so a wet getting... bandit? Like yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was getting really, really, really scratchy and gross, and you know how that goes. And I went to I went to trim it, and then like missed. So hey, guess who's starting over? <laughs> Marcus has our team name tonight, but I'm just going to tell you I am fully on board with the team name tonight because I am a what am I called? A lifelong Seattle fan. So here we go. I'll give you to Marcus. Oh, please give me to Marcus. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I am doing fantastic. My, yours, our Seattle Kraken have advanced to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, eliminating the defending world champions might i add and i'm very stoked about it more stoked in fact because tomorrow i just happen to be on my way to dallas so there's a 81 percent chance that i will be at game two in dallas and i'm very excited for it and because of that and dan is as he stated a lifelong kraken fan our team name today is the crack house because that's where we're taking dallas and they're not gonna like it f the stars F, Byron. F the star. Isn't that what one we're all he's trying to do? He's trying to F say we have we have gross uniforms coming from the the ninja star D or whatever the hell that is that they call it a, a, a logo. That Dallas Stars uniform is trash. Hi, Mark. Um, all right. <laughs> I'll throw it over. Uh I'll start with myself. Uh David can introduce our team name. I'm good. Nothing uh nothing crazy going on here. Just finished up the kickball season, finished third, um, which, you know, whatever. It's a bronze medal. Uh, David, why don't you let us, let everyone know what our obviously August 5th themed team name will be? Yeah, Scott and I are slowly running out of famous August 5th birthdays, but we did. Or well, Scott, there's a lot of TikTok stars. There so are a lot of TikTok stars, right? Absolutely. Right. Like us. And so Scott stumbled on a very important one that we have not used yet. And that is Anthony Edwards, not the actor, mind you but that would be the, the Timberwolves guy. So tonight we are going to be T-Wolves number one overall draft picks because that's us, me, Scott, and Anthony Edwards. Correct. Yes. Well, the best three at least. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> could expand that and just say best draft picks in general. Yeah, Felton Spencer would like to have a word with you. <laughs> we're, we're still top five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. All right. I'm going to throw it over to our guest host, uh, someone that was gracious enough to write us a game. He is an equipment manager for our Patreon, and that is uh, Matt, not Greek, Takamoto. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, thanks for having me in to host. Yeah, support their Patreon, obviously. Like, if you're not doing it, what what are you doing? 
get over there and give them your money. Um, yeah. So I live in the Bay area. Uh, I teach fifth grade. Um, we nice. are potentially going on strike this week. So the kids are you. Yes. Okay. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, just winding down to the end of the school year. So things are doing well. The dubs are starting their series with the Lakers tonight as we record. So we're going to try and get this one done quick before the, um, the, the curry flurry begins again. And, uh, yeah, it's great to be here. And I got a, a nice little game that, um, Josh proofread for me. So, uh, you know, it may have gotten diabolically harder or easier or nothing at all. Who knows? I think the best thing is that we probably have heard of most of the people that are answers since Josh looked it over. So that should be good. Yeah. I did not get any, did not get any who's all right. Are we ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do this thing. All right. Before we get into the first quarter, it's time to kick it over to uh pre-recorded Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And tonight's first quarter is pre and post game. Pre and post game. For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, the answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Here we go. Question one in pre and post game. One of the players who received a suspension for their role in the malice at the palace runs a football play that features an intentional genuflection. We good. Then we'll check in. All right. Uh, the crack house has checked in uh, T wolves. Number one, overall draft picks. Talk it out. So people who were suspended, you, you rattled off some names. You want to do those again? Cause yeah. Uh, yeah. So Ron Artest or Meta world peace, depending on. Yeah. I would say Jermaine O'Neal. Steven Jackson, David Harrison got a suspension. Reggie Miller got a one game for leaving the bench. Um, I, maybe Fred Jones got one. Uh, and then on the Pistons side, it was Ben Wallace. And I think Eldon Campbell might have gotten one. It's not going to be. It's going to be somebody more obvious than that, right? I think it would be one of the the perpetrators, right? Probably one of the main players in the in the brawl. The fans. So the, so the question well, is yeah, yeah, actually yes. okay. So so just spirit of time then. So like who would have who would have kneeled down? What do you I'm mean? To think who of, would have kneeled down? Well, I'm saying like runs a football play that features an intentional genuflection. I'm assuming so that somebody we who, want the name of the play. I would think. Oh, that's how I interpreted it. Like oh, that okay. Be, so that so then then Jermaine kneel down or Jermaine kneel. I, I guess it, yeah, just a kneel down. I mean, it's called a kneel down. I think at least that's what I, that's what it used to be. Yeah. Jermaine, Jermaine O'Neal kneel down. That makes sense, right? We'll say it where, where like you're not trying to say dishonored job. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal down. Yes, we'll check that in. <laughs> All right, and uh, the crack house. What did you have? The uh, the song from Aladdin. Go ahead. What you got? Well, first? real quick. 
so Scott was offended. Before Matt posted the uh, question in the chat, I said to Dan, explain the big word to me. <laughs> no oh, shame yeah, that... over here. Malice? Yeah, the song, the song Prince Ali from uh, from Aladdin. Uh, genuflect, show some respect uh, down on that's the That's true, day. that's true. Ah. Um, so yeah, we, we had pretty quickly had Jermaine one down um, because, uh, <laughs> you know, because of autocorrect. Finally got Jermaine O'Neal down. So that's what we checked. And out. yeah, and both teams receiving points. It is Jermaine O'Neal down. <clears throat> nice start. All right. Question number two. The most recent African golfer to hold the world number one ranking, who was also the first black player to play for the New York Yankees. Okay, we'll check in. All right. T Wolves number one overall draft picks have checked in. Crack house, talk it out. I think I got it, Marcus. Um, okay. The, play, the 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 Yankees, Elston Howard. So I'm thinking it's Ernie Els. Sounds good to me. He's South African, right? Yeah. I mean, he's so, white, so I guess that is obvious. <laughs> South, Southern African. There's, there's, yeah. there's a difference between Southern yeah. African and South African. So, yeah, so it's going to be Ernie Elston Howard, right? Yeah. All right, we'll check that in. All right, and uh, T-Wolves draft picks? Yeah, we went back to front, actually, because uh, I was pretty sure it was Elston Howard, and then obviously Ernie Els fits nicely with that, so Ernie Elston Howard. All right, both teams receiving points. It is Ernie Elston Howard. Question number three, the leading scorer in history for the English football national team who lost his last UFC fight via a 27 second knockout to Francis Ngannou. Yeah, we'll, we'll check in. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Crackhouse has checked in. T-Wolves draft picks. Talk it out. Oh, this is going to be a short, it's going to be a short conversation. I I, I, throwing... I don't watch English football and I don't watch UFC. So I'm yeah. Well, I, I was throwing out. The only English football players that I could think of big names, and I was thinking it was maybe Harry Kane, Wayne Rooney, but I can't, I, I don't know enough UFC fighters yeah. to be able to match that with somebody, unless it's Kane like the, uh, like the wrestler, Undertaker's brother. It's, it's just Harry Kane is the whole free Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I, I have no clue, Scott. I got a, I got a tap. I don't, yeah, exactly. Kane or Rooney or knee. I wouldn't get to it. Yeah. Neither would I. There's, All there's right. Nothing I would come up with. Well, you want to so let's go with should we go with Harry Kane and just yes. hope that perfect. All right, we're gonna check in with Harry Kane. All right, and the crack house. This is a team effort. Team effort and amazing because you could call this wrestling adjacent a little bit, but not in Harry Kane as in Kane and the Undertaker. I needed Dan, so obviously the I have the opposite problem of you guys, right? I have a lot of names because Francis Ngannou has knocked out a lot of people. I had a lot of names. So I needed Dan to narrow it down with the first one. He felt pretty confident on Harry Kane. And as soon as he said Kane, you could call him a part-time wrestler uh, now. But uh, we are checking in with Harry Kane Velasquez. One team is receiving points. It is Harry Kane, the big red machine. No, it is uh, <laughs> Harry Kane Velasquez. <laughs> Harry Kane Uh He just passed Wayne Rooney for most goals in English football history, like within the last year or two, I believe. All right. And the final question in pre and post game racing circuit that has hosted the most formula one United States grand prix and the 2006 sec men's basketball player of the year who spent his eight year pro career with three teams and won a championship in his rookie season. 
All right, we're checked in. All right, the T Wolves draft picks have checked it in. Uh, Crackhouse, it's yours to talk out. Okay, Glenn Davis. Does that sound right? Uh, big baby. Yeah, LSU, because Watkins Glenn is going to be the the track. Uh, yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Because the only other thing, because I was trying to think, like, know your host, Warriors fan. The first thing that popped in my head, but I wasn't sure the timing was right, was AC Law. But once it got to like eight year pro career, I was like, mm, I don't think he was around for that long. So, uh, yeah, I think the timing fits for that. Yeah, Watkins Glen is is got to be the answer too. So okay, then yeah, uh, yeah. Watkins Glen, Big Baby Davis. Okay, and the T Wolves, what you got? Yeah, I'm like the last few. I mean, this one is right in my wheelhouse, being from New York and watching a lot of college football or basketball when I was in high school, which was in 2006. So we also checked in with Watkins, Glenn Davis. And both teams receiving points. It is Watkins, Glenn, big baby Davis. If you get the whole name in there. All right. Uh, after the first quarter, it uh, looks like the crack house uh, batting a thousand with a hundred uh, and the T wolves, number one overall draft picks with 75. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia that you have come to expect from us. There are also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmer swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmerstp. Thanks. All right, on to the second quarter, and the second quarter is The Missing Link. Oh, boy. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right, question number one in the missing link. What is the nickname given to the cars that Mercedes-Benz races in Formula One? In 2023, this nickname is a bit misleading as the team has done away with almost all the paint on the outside of their cars in an effort to cut weight. We'll check in. All right. The crack house has checked in. Number one, T-Wolves draft picks. It's all yours. So I'm just kind of going off of the the last part there. The nicknames are now a bit misleading as they've done away with the paint on the outside of their cars. So we imagine that the name is going to have something to do with paint or colors so it's not going to be red because i know that it's oh wait a minute you know there's something the silver the silver wait what would they be the silver the arrows, arrows? the silver arrows maybe does that ring a bell to you at all it's that sounds like a, it sounds like a legends of the hidden temple team so. <laughs> silver arrows i mean Legends sure. of the Temple teams is not the theme, by the way. Damn it. <laughs> I wish it well, was. Well, that's actually I good because Marcus, grab my Marcus would have it after there. two. Yeah, like we wouldn't. I'm actually glad it's not. I mean, if, if that's in there somewhere, then. I, I, I might be I might be conflating it with something totally different. But okay, we'll check. We're not going to come up with anything better. We'll check in with Silver Arrows. All right. Uh, the Crack House, what did you come up with? If you're conflating it, then 
I conflated it right along right along with you because that's exactly what I thought too. Silver arrows. Both teams receiving points. It is the silver arrows. Good pull. All right. So after one question, the theme blank answers are the silver arrows. Question two. On July twenty seventh, nineteen ninety nine. The Pittsburgh Pirates won five to one over which MLB team who were playing as the home team, even though they were roughly 50 million miles from the location on their jerseys. All right, we're going to check in. All right. Uh, the T-Wolves draft picks have checked in the crack house. It's yours to talk out. I don't want it. Thank you. All right. So the, the sun's like 90, like 98 million miles away. I think that would put either mercury or venus roughly 50 million away probably more mercury and you said that that, that's got to be like one of those turn ahead the clock nights because 99 yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking because the mariners had a really cool sleeveless one i know the royals had one that was not not cool at all well gotta be honest the the mets work with that with mercury okay um, any, anything else would work with that? The Marlins, but I suppose <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, I like the Mets. That's fine. I mean, Mercury Morris was, was Miami, but yeah, he was in and, and sure. boy, does he love to pop that bubbly a little bit. Yeah. He's a fan of a little bit of the bubbly. So we, All right. I'm good with that. Yeah. That's with fine. the Mets. Yeah, sure. Okay, I guess we're going to go in. We're going to check in with the Mercury Mets. All right, they've checked in with a question mark. Uh, T-Wolves, what you got? We checked in with the Mercury Mets also. I had to do a little bit of remembering how far away Mercury was, but I'm pretty sure it's the Mercury Mets. I had to remember. (laughs) (laughs) My teammate shaking his head at me, but yes. This was a sports podcast, and now we're talking about planetary distances. (laughs) Yes, both teams getting points. It is the Mercury Mets. Uh, July 27, 1999 was indeed turn ahead the clock day. Uh, And the Mets, I believe, were the only team that, like, gave themselves a different location on their jersey and actually went with the Mercury theme with some little you know, like artists formerly known as Prince, like symbol on their jersey. Nice. All right. Uh, so themed link answers so far are Silver Arrows and the Mercury Mets. Uh, question three. Name the fictional major leaguer omitted from this 2021 tweet by at Matt Tomic. Shout to at Matt Tomic for going viral with this. Every time I see an Angels highlight, it's like Mike Trout hit three home runs and raised his average to 528, while Shohei Otani did something that hasn't been done since blank of the 1921 Akron Groomsman as the Tigers defeated the Angels 8-3. to Let's check it in then. Yeah. All right. The crack house is checked in. T-Wolves number one overall draft picks. The floor is yours. Oh, gosh. I'm just going to let you think until it pops up because if i do my normal shtick and start naming things it's just going to throw you off any any inkling on on sort of what it might be yeah his first name is tungsten i'm sure his first name was tungsten and 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 it's something that's 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 irish sounding Um, okay like that but i mean oh something um but not not o'connor o'toole o'doyle it's tungsten o'doyle i think O'Doyle rules. <laughs> O'Doyle. O'Doyle rules. Yes, exactly. I, I guess I guess we'll check in with Tungsten O'Doyle and hope we're close. All right. And the crack house, what'd you have? 
Um, yeah, I'm part of a Facebook group that likes to bring this name up a lot. Huh. Uh, I'm in this Facebook group because of Ryan Myers. Hi, Ryan. I doubt you're listening, but if you are, thank you. Um, and David, I'm sure he's going to accept it, but I believe the full thing is Tungsten Arm O'Doyle. Yeah, I knew uh, it didn't sound quite right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what we checked in with. Uh, yeah, we're going to give both teams points on this one. It is Tungsten Arm O'Doyle. Just the first and last name will be fine. The middle name arm, you know, it's, it's extra. All right. So uh, themed link answers so far. Uh, Silver Arrows, Mercury Mets, and Tungsten Arm O'Doyle. Question number four. Despite her name, this two-time U.S. figure skating champion was only able to capture a bronze in the team competition at the 2014 Olympics in Sochi. She finished fourth in ladies' singles competition that year. All right, we'll check in. Okay, the T-Wolves number one overall draft picks have checked in. Crackhouse, talk it out. Um, t- tell me if you've heard this one before. Um, I have no idea what this girl's first name is, but pretty sure the last name is Gold. I love gold. We'll check in. Jeopardy rules gold. All right, and T-Wolves draft picks? We will do the exact same. Pretty sure it's gold, and I can't remember her name, but I'm pretty sure it was she was G Gold. I mean, I remember it was a an That's a great name. name. <laughs> no, no, no. I love G I mean, Gold. <laughs> G Gold. Yeah, we'll check in with Gold. G Gold. All right. Uh, both teams receiving points. It is a G Gold. Uh, her name is Gracie Gold. Gracie. That's Gracie it. Gold. Yes. Okay. The themed linked answers so far: Silver Arrows, Mercury Mets, Tungsten Arm O'Doyle, and Gracie Gold. And finally, question five in the Missing Link round. It's the only nickname of the current Colorado football head coach that fits the theme. <laughs> yeah, we can check in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Crackhouse has checked in. T-Wolves, go for it. Neon Dion? Scott? I would imagine it has to be. I, it's, not pri- yeah. it's not prime time. Definitely not prime time. <laughs> it's, not, it's not anything that other people have called him many times, including probably Marcus. Um, so yeah, I would say it's Neon Dion. Okay, we'll check in with Neon Dion. All right, and Crackhouse, what you got? Yeah, yep. Dan and I looked at each other. We we agreed <laughs> with eye contact that it's Neon Dion, head coach of the three and nine Colorado Buffaloes. And both teams getting points. It is Neon Dion. You both figured out the theme pretty early, but. The T-Wolves number one overall giraffe picks had it, I think, during the second question. Went for it pretty quick there. Um, so they are getting the full points on that one. Nice. All right. Uh, so the score as we get into halftime is the T-Wolves number one overall draft picks with 275 and the Crack House with 250. And that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. For halftime today, we're going to keep it simple, kind of a little bit coin flippy, but we'll live with it. Um, I'm going to give you two fictional athletes, and you are going to tell me which one of them has the higher jersey number. Uh, Starting off, question number one, from basketball, Joe Cooper, or from He Got Game, Jesus Shuttlesworth? Yeah, we can check in. 
We have not. All right. Uh, Krakhouse has checked in. Uh, T-Wolves, take it away. So I started with, I think they gave Jesus Shuttlesworth 34. And it makes sense because it was basically just him. Right. Like it, right. Exactly. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves draft pick. You know, right That's on. true. That's true. Short-lived. As Even the Isaiah Ryder. I think, Scott, that my inclination is to go higher on Cooper. There are more numbers higher, so also just based on percentages. But they would also be inclined to my, – my guess was they would do something dumb. They wouldn't just give him five. That would, that sure. would just be not basketball style. Yeah, that's so, – So my logic is we go higher. But that's, I mean, that's good logic. I, I Let's just do it. All right. Joe Cooper's higher. Okay. And the crack house, what'd you have? I had 44 right away for Joe Cooper. Oh, nice. And then – 34 is Jesus Shuttlesworth. Because he idolizes who? Isaiah Ryder. I already said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about Joe Cooper. Oh, oh Richard Jackson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. But he I didn't should've... have his ball. <laughs> I should have yeah. known it from uh, that. Yep. And that is exactly reasoned. Both teams getting points. Uh, Joe Cooper does have the higher jersey number. A question number two from Air Varsity Bud? Blues, oh. Lance Harbor. Or from Space Jam, Lola Bunny. All right, we'll we check in. in. All right, the T Wolves number one overall draft picks have checked in the crack house. It is yours to talk out. Pretty sure Harbor is a single digit. I want to say seven. Well, that's good because I'm almost positive that Lola Bunny is ten. Okay. Well, what? Not that I've stared at that character for <laughs> long periods of time, and I probably watched that movie at least one hundred times when it came out, like on video, the first summer that I had it. So well, in, in that case, doesn't matter what his number is because I'm I'm almost positive it's it's a single digit. So, okay. Right. So, so we'll say we're, Lola. Yeah, Bunny. Lola. L O L A Lola. All right, and uh, the T Wolves. What'd you have? Marcus, did your VHS of Space Jam come with the music videos? I had. Oh a, no, I didn't. I didn't. I had, have a, one. I had a VHS of Space Jam, and it had all the music videos of the songs on the soundtrack before the movie, not after. You had wow, to really? watch the videos before. <laughs> yeah, it had that... like Monica for you. I will. It obviously oh, had. I believe what I a could banger! Fly. What like, a banger! And oh. you had to like sit. Well, obviously you could fast forward through them, but. The first time you watch it, you had no idea, right? So you pop it in thinking it's Space Jam, and it's like an hour of music videos. Surprise, uh, it's the Quad City DJs. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm like, does it ever, like, I know the, every single word to For You, I Will by Monica because of that reason. Um, well, I was going to say the, the Space Jam soundtrack was one of the first CDs that I spent my own money on. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah, so... I also said to David, Harbor single digit. I think it's seven. Uh, so right there where Dan was. Um, so we weren't positive about Lola Bunny, but just, again, based on percentages, we took the over. So we checked in with Lola Bunny. Both teams receiving points. And yeah, Lance Harbor was number seven and Lola Bunny was the number 10. Very well done. Because she <clears throat> is a 10. Hey, ah. there's, there's a non-zero chance there's like, Lance Harbor Lola Bunny fan fiction on the internet. <laughs> I'm not saying go search it, but I'm not saying don't go search it. I mean, Lance did need someone else after, you know, Darcy I was want kind of that like, laugh. Oh, Darcy was like, oh, you're hurt. All right. Whipped cream uh, bikini for, for Mox. He's a ride to Florida State. It's, okay. it's gone. 
All right. And the last question for halftime, uh, who's got the higher jersey number from any given Sunday, Willie Beeman or from the Mighty Ducks, Jesse Hall? Yeah, we can check in. Okay. Uh, the crack house has checked in T wolves. Number one, overall draft picks. Talk it out. Yeah. And the crack house checked in. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> well, um, I'm not checking in right now. Damn it. I think the guy in any given Sunday, um, the guy was a, uh, was a quarterback. I feel like he was 12 or 13. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Jesse's higher. The mighty ducks had some weird, like jersey numbers there was it was super random i think there was like a 96 like just kind of random numbers so, I, I, i'll go with you i i can't i i can't begin to tell you how i've been seeing that movie and i haven't seen that movie in like mason's lifetime so I, well that's a long time that's shame on you um yeah. i would say yeah i mean beeman's a quarterback so yeah it's it's let's assume it, his number is probably not higher than 15 Okay. So again, if we just do what we've been doing and go, go the over. Okay. Yeah. So we'll check in with Jesse Hall. All right. And the crack house, what did you come up with? Demon Willie Beeman is absolutely number 13. And I answered with such quickness and confidence, but it's one of those things where it was such a knee jerk reaction. And then the more I sat here, I'm like, what if I'm wrong? But I don't think I'm wrong. And we said Willie Beeman is 13 and Jesse Hall was nine. So we checked uh, in with Willie Beeman. One team is receiving points and that team is the crack house. Uh, Willie Beeman does defeat Jesse Hall 13 to nine. Defeat. And, and, somewhere, <laughs> and somewhere out there, West Virginia football fans just threw up in their mouths a little bit. As I said, the words 13 to nine. <laughs> I was just like, I was just imagining Willie Beeman doing the little metrics shake like sip and then just beating the hell out of jesse all a child shout out to scott barber sorry buddy. <laughs> hi mark all right and at the end of halftime we have a tie 325 to 325 we'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at benchwarmers tp we also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. On to the third quarter, and the third quarter's theme is five on three. Five on three. For this quarter, there will be three categorized lists containing five items where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. Question number one in five on three. Because of the name, I had to go for it. Um, please give me the top five NFL career passing leaders named Matt or Matthew. All right, we're going to check in. All right, the T-Wolves, number one overall draft picks have checked in. The Crack House, talk out your answer. All right. Hey, so, we we feel really rock solid on four. Now we're just discussing five, which it very much sounds like Scott and David are in the same boat. 
so yeah, what we have the ones we're really considering are Matt Castle and Matt Moore, and it's like Matt Moore. I don't, yeah, I don't think it can be just because he's had a couple of like playoff starts, but I don't. I mean, his regular Matt Castle had an entire season, an entire season where what he what he was probably around like thirty seven hundred yards, something like that. Yeah, and he played a good chunk with the Vikings too. Yeah, I bet started a few games in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly think he's. If you think he's it, if you if you of, don't think there's somebody 15, that we're not thinking of that's old, I think he's north of fifteen thousand at least. Really? Yeah. If you feel that way, then let's then then let's confidently check in with it. All right, so we're gonna go with Ryan Stafford, Hasselbeck, Schaub, and Castle. We're gonna check those five in. All right, checking All right. in with five uh, T Wolves number one overall draft picks. What'd you have? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad we uh say I'm glad we did it, David. Uh yeah, I think like Marcus said, I'm pretty sure our, our conversations were parallel throughout that entire process. Uh obviously right off the jump we had Ryan and Stafford. Um and then after I threw out some names like Matt Mock and Matt Moore and some other ones, Matt Liner, of course. Um, and then I remembered Raiders great Matt McGloin. Then David threw in uh what about Schaub and Hasselbeck? And I said, Oh, absolutely. And then the fifth one I was pretty sure about, and you guys, I think, failed to even mention that. I mean, he started for the Chiefs for several seasons. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you're um, right. That's so right. we also checked in with Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford, Matt Hasselbeck, Matt Schaub, and Matt Castle. Both teams receiving the full 50 points. Uh, the top five is indeed. Um, and you had them in order. Uh, Matt Ryan with 62,000 and change. Matthew Stafford at 52,000 and change. Matt Hasselbeck, 36K. Uh, Matt Schaub, 25K. And yeah, Matt Castle, 17,508 yards. Um, sixth was indeed Matt Moore, but he's way down at uh, 7,500, um, just ahead of Brock Osweiler on the nice. career passing list. <laughs> nice. Not a Matt, but spiritually kind of feels like a Matt. That depends yeah. on how douchey you think Matt's are, which I'm, feels... assuming you, I'm assuming you think Matt's are not that douchey. So he's but we we can be incredibly douchey. <laughs> a little flavor text for you. Uh, Matthew Stafford, the only NFL quarterback to ever complete a pass in the NFL and go by the name Matthew rather than Matt. All oh. the rest of them on the list are Matt's. And That's Matthew really Stafford funny. Only Matthew. That, which I think is fascinating. Well, here's another fascinating tidbit for you. During his entire run as the Seahawks quarterback, Steve Rabel is the play-by-play guy for the Seahawks on the radio. He only ever called him Matthew. Everyone called him Matt Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck, you heard it discussed. like, But if you listen to the radio call, it was always Matthew. He always called him Matthew. It was the weirdest thing. All right, on to question two in five on three. Um, this one could get diabolical, so I've got some hints for you. Um, I need the five golf courses that have hosted the most men's U.S. Opens. I'm going to give you the state that they are in and the last time they hosted a U.S. Open. Um, so one of them was Pennsylvania in 2016. One of them was New Jersey in 1993. One of them is Michigan in 1996. We have New York in 2020, and we have California 2010. We can do this. I I think I could I could piece yeah, most of can. this together. <laughs> yep. You have fun, David. You check in when you're ready. Really? Come on. So so you this got one, this, Dan. Woo! This, this one I know for sure. Notably, Pine Hill. 
Pinehurst is not on the list. Dan, here we go. (laughs) Let's go, David. (laughs) Dancing until the moon and night. He's gonna answer all these questions. It's just a David question. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna do the whole Pulse Platinum commercial. Oh man, we're getting Stadium Rock in our honor, or whatever this is. I don't know. No Pulse Platinum. Look it up on YouTube. I I I saw that commercial come on at three a.m. more than any human should ever do. Like I watched it on YouTube, and it like brought me back, and I knew exactly what song was coming after each one, and I was like, oh man. (laughs) Finally, dance happening to answer this question. (laughs) Another question for David to answer right now. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty sure it's a beautiful it. game that gonna... Matt's written. <laughs> golf course gonna name a golf course gonna name a golf course. <laughs> David, get it right. I really want you to get the question right. We can check in. Hell yeah, Dan. All right, the crack house has checked in. Uh, so the T Wolves number one overall draft picks, or just David. Go ahead and talk it out. Well, it's just it's just David. I'm waiting for Marcus to volley up another song because I got one in the in the chamber. So 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 here's here's what I've got. 2010 is absolutely Pebble Beach, and because that's hosted a bunch. 2020, I'm almost positive is Winged Foot because that's recent and I remember it. The other two that I have, I think, are Oakland Hills and Oakmont. Matt, I don't know how stickler you're going to be like if there's an exact name of the course or something like that, but I remember it. There's an Oakmont and there's an Oakland Hills. I can't for the life of me remember the one in New Jersey in 93. So I think I'm going to have to go with four and just check in with Pebble Beach, Wingfoot, Oakland Hills, and Oakmont. And All right. And um, the Crack House. Go ahead. All right. We got Wingfoot in New York. We have Pebble Beach in California. We have Oakland Hills in Michigan. We have Oakmont in Pennsylvania. And I can't for the life of me figure out what the one in new jersey was so we only have those four that's awesome dan all right and both teams are receiving points you got those four nicely done the one in new jersey that has been a while um is baltus roll oh never in a million years you were never in a million years ask me in five minutes i'm not going to tell you what yeah it hasn't hosted since 1993 so it has hosted seven times which is the second most oakmont's the most it's got nine I think that was a bad guy in the Avengers or something, wasn't he? Something age of false. Hey, good, good, good job, fellas. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. impressive. David and Dan did did very well. That it was very impressive. While Marcus and I sang, <laughs> that was very impressive too. <laughs> you know what? Everybody needs a role on a team. All right, question number three in five on three. Give me the five NBA players who lead in career scoring that were born in the 21st century. Uh, we'll check in. All right. Uh, the crack house has checked in. Um, you have T wolves, number one overall draft picks, uh, sift through everything quickly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, So they did three. So do you want to do three? I, I think so. I mean, of course, th- just real quickly on the 10 seconds, just to explain some of our rationales. We can't remember exactly when guys were born. We probably got a whole bunch of guys that are 99, a whole bunch of guys are 2000. So we decided we would go for a little bit lower and 
take our chances, but we've thrown out a lot of names. Um, Scott mostly. So Scott, why don't you, yeah, uh, the, the three, I think we feel most comfortable. You want to do those three? Okay. I, yeah, go, go I'm ahead. Gonna, I'm going to be upset if RJ Barrett's 22, but checking in with RJ Barrett. Yeah. Tyler Hero. Yes. And of course the reason for our team name, Anthony Edwards. Yikes. All right. Those are the three. Uh, Crackhouse, what were your three or eight or whatever? Oh no, that's bad. We we could both we could both be right. We could both be right. We could both be right. I don't feel good about it though after hearing those names. Uh we just it's just impossible. It's an impossible landmine of trying to figure out who how many years guys went to school, who's still young, who was born in nineteen ninety-nine. It's just tough. So we ended up saying Anthony Edwards, Lamello Ball, and Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes, we didn't even have that name. We also had Cole Anthony on the list, or at least I did. You, you had Cole Anthony. I, I mean, Cole I had, Anthony. I had Jalen Green, who's probably right close to Scotty Barnes. So, uh, yeah, one team is getting points. Um, <clears throat> first on the list with forty nine hundred points, even is R.J. Barrett. Second, the only one born in two thousand one to make the top five, by the way, is Anthony Edwards. Uh, number August th- 5th, August 5th, three, sorry. Yes, <laughs> 5th, August 5th, 2001. Uh, number three on the list, Darius Garland at number three. Add him as a name and didn't think he was young enough. Yeah. Uh, number four, Tyler Harrow. And number five, the one I was, if anybody had gotten this, I would have been shocked. Kobe White. Oh, Kobe White. Uh, LaMelo Ball is sixth on that list. Kobe White has about 150 more points. And Scotty Barnes, I have no idea where he is on the list. Yeah. He had a rookie of the year year, but it's not like he was a scorer. It was just a name of year. Uh, let's see. Scotty so Barnes. I, so first of all, I should have at least I should have at least thrown out Kobe White, given that he's a Carolina guy. But all credit to Scott on this one. He absolutely ran our list. I wouldn't have thought Kobe White outscored LaMelo. Even, Wh- in, even in probably so many more games than yeah. Lamelo. so but kobe white kobe white scores in bunches that's oh i know he's a he's a he's a microwave off yeah. the bench yeah. yeah uh rounding out the top 10 on that list uh after Lamelo ball is at seven is tyrese halliburton uh eight is tyrese maxi nine, nine kevin porter jr and then 10 zion williamson <laughs> I, I threw him up but then scott immediately said he never plays can't pop he never play. yeah no there's no way yeah. All right, Marcus. We were doomed from the beginning on that. I think so. <laughs> yeah, we were. Screwed. I don't. If feel, I would, if I would have thought of Darius Garland, I would have brought him up. I thought I of him, Darius and Garland. I, I was like, I, is he twenty? But I honestly, like, I don't tough. think I. Yeah, I don't think I could have in good conscience gone with him because I'm like, he's been in the league for like what seems like five years. Yeah, I only thought R.J. Barrett because I heard the other night watching a game. I think they were like, oh, he's twenty-two. That ruins our uh, no hitter, by the way. Oh, anyways, you had one. Okay, very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, it's not only ruins the no hitter, but now you're trailing. Yeah. Um, after three quarters, T Wolves number one overall draft picks with four forty five. The crack house with four fifteen. As we head into the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to one hundred points each not to exceed their current point total. The fourth quarter's theme is all about droughts in the big four. Um, hey, it's so, all Minnesota all the time. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Seems so, unfair. 
Question number one is an NFL droughts question. Uh, question two is an NHL droughts question. Oof. Question three is about Major League Baseball. And question four is about the NBA. All right. And it's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, we will go ahead with question one. Question number one in NFL droughts. 2022 was a banner year for thousand yard rushers in the NFL with the lions, Eagles and Niners all ending long droughts. Two teams, one in each conference now share the longest drought without a 1000 yard rusher, both coming last in 2015, either name both teams or name one team and the running back that ran for a thousand yards in 2015. Okay. We're checking in. Okay, the crack house has checked in. T-Wolves number one picks. Talk it out. All right, so we've really got to figure out how we want to do this. We think we feel like we are narrowed in on the teams and kind of the players potentially, right? Yes. I immediately, before he even pasted the question, said Tampa Bay, right? And I can't think of anyone that has ran for 1,000 yards since he left because people think Fournette, but he hasn't gotten to 1,000 yards. He hadn't gotten to 1,000 yards with them. He's playoff Lenny for a reason. Right, right, and there, I don't think there was. And then once, there. and then once Brady got there, obviously it wasn't going to happen either. So, right. uh, and I'm pretty sure it was Doug Martin would have been the last. That makes sense. And then the and then the AFC, we're thinking the Jets because we can't we think of anybody for the Jets. And then I said to Scott, who would have the last one been in 2015? And Scott, Scott thinks it's Chris Ivory. And I only remember that because of Marcus, because recently he'd asked that question about the lucky seven about guys that ran for a thousand yards in I think it was 2014 or 2015 and Marcus got Chris Ivory pulled it during that lucky seven which is pretty impressive yeah it was a great pull but now I don't remember if that question was 2014 or 2015 do you want to go because I don't think he did it twice okay so so just to cut to the chase here are you more confident in we have three choices right it's either Jets and Ivory Bucks and Martin or Jets and Bucks what do you want to do What's your most, what, what's your, where's your confidence? Thing is, if, if we have the teams right, I feel like we have the people right. I, I don't think that oh. there's, so okay. I, I don't know if it matters. So it doesn't make any difference. Okay, then let's just do the teams. But, let's just say Jets and Bucks and call it a day, I think. All right, let's, let's do that. All right, we're going to check in, check in with Jets and Bucks for 100 points. All right, and the crack house, what'd you have? Yes, we had a very similar discussion. We decided to, it basically came down to, yes, we were narrowed in on the Jets and the Bucks. And we decided, do we want to say two teams or a team and a player? And we have decided to check in with the Buccaneers and Doug Martin for 100 points. All right. And both teams are receiving points. It is Tampa with Doug Martin, and it is indeed the Jets with Chris Ivory. Good job, everybody. Nice job, everybody. Okay. All right. Question number two, NHL droughts. Uh, This NHL city is technically experiencing two separate Stanley Cup finals droughts, one with its original franchise that moved away and another with the franchise that moved in 15 years later. Name the city. We're checking in. Okay. The T-Wolves number one overall draft picks have checked in. Uh, Crack House, talk it up. There's just so much here um, that I wanted to. Yeah, I've had to read over this thing a few times now. Um, So the. Stars have been there. The Wild have been, or well, the Stars have have right. been to a yeah, final. They, have. They, they definitely have. So for Winnipeg, Winnipeg came in twenty eleven, right? 
when did the coyotes was that like early 90s when the coyotes became a thing it was not early 90s i'm just trying to figure out if that's 50 if that's been 15 years it would have been late 90s like mid to late 90s 96 97 so yeah that could that that's probably it then yeah that's kind of what i thought because i I'd know that Winnipeg waited a while to get a Jets franchise back and the Coyotes have always been bad. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go with the the city then is Winnipeg then, right? Right. Okay. We'll go with Winnipeg for 100. All right. And T-Wolves draft picks, what'd you have? We had virtually the same logic. We were trying to think about a, somebody who lost their team and then about 15 years later, 15 years later, got their team. We were pretty sure Phoenix have, what Marcus just said have always been bad. And I could never remember a time that Winnipeg made the Stanley cup finals. So we checked in with the city of Winnipeg, Manitoba. For how many points? Uh, 81. All right. And both teams will be receiving their points. It is Winnipeg. Nicely done. Question three in the fourth quarter is an MLB droughts with the Mariners and Phillies, both ending their double digit year long playoff droughts in 2022, the new longest active Active drought stands at just seven seasons with two teams, both in the same league, having made their last playoff appearance in 2014 name, both teams. We'll check in. All right. The crack house has checked in T wolves. Number one, overall draft picks. Talk it out. We don't have much time here. So, um, yeah. so, so 2000, 2000- man, there's so many bad teams. Yeah. So, so 2014, was one of the years the Giants won. I think that was Correct. the year they beat the Royals. It is the year. But the Royals. The next year, the Royals beat the Mets. Right. And so, and I think that was the year that the Royals might have beaten the Orioles in the ALCS. So the question is, who would okay. the Royals and Orioles have beaten? I can't remember a time that the Tigers have made it any time in the last almost 10 years. So I feel like the Tigers have got to be it, which is leading me to the AL. And then that led me to, I can't remember the last time the Angels made it. It's tough though, because then I'm like the Rangers. I can't. I don't remember them being in in a while. And then has Oakland snuck in? You they know usually do, but they've been so bad. I'm going to tell you why it's the Angels because they make a big deal out of this every year. That Mike Trout's only time he's been in the playoffs was like in 2014. This like yeah, and, and it was really early on. So I think that I think that's really I, I agree the only with time. you on Angels. So it's so I think Tigers. It's I, I just. They didn't sneak in when they still had a healthy Cabrera and Verlander. I, I still think it's the Tigers, Scott. I really do. Rick Porcello. All right. I mean, we can go with it. Let's do it. Scherzer. <laughs> uh, that's what uh, I mean. Like they've had, they've had really good play. I, I like. That might've been when they had Scherzer was 2014. Does that sound about right? I would say he was there then. Yeah. I just don't know that they, I guess maybe they haven't gone out since then. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, I might my, my, because I mean, well, the thing is too, right? The thing is that obviously the Royals won the division for two years after that, and then uh, yeah. the it's Guardians have won the division. Yeah, the Twins. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I. Oh, you're specifically rattling off people from the Central. Sorry, I just well, I'm saying, and, and yeah, I don't yeah. think they got in as a wild card. So yeah, I, yeah. I think usually to get in from there, you have to win the division. Yeah, my gut still tells me Tigers, Tigers, Angels. All right, let's do it. All right, Tigers, Angels for a hundred. All right, and the crack house, what you got? First of all, the Rangers, and Eric the Elder would tell you this, they were the number one seed the year that the Guardians and Cubs went to the series. It wouldn't have been then. Um, 
we're I was positive on the Tigers because they've been trash for quite some time now. And I asked Marcus, I said, Angels, does that sound right to you? And then he thought it over and said, Yeah, that 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 does sound about right. So we also went with the Tigers and the Angels for 100. And both teams getting their points. It is the Angels and the Tigers. Um, to speak to that point about the Tigers, their last playoff appearance, they faced the Orioles in the 2014 ALDS. They started Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, and David Price. Wow. And they got, and they got swept. Oh, by that's when uh, you just hang by, it up by yeah. Chris Tillman, Wei Yi Chen, and Bud Norris. <laughs> oh, Bud Norris! <laughs> wow, that is that's funny. Mariners legend Chris Tillman. Yeah, there you and, go. And, yeah. and Mike Trout's and Mike Trout's only postseason games were three losses in the 2014 ALDS to the uh, Royals. Yeah, he's got he's got no postseason no postseason track record at all. I That's mean, why it wasn't surprising that he choked in the world baseball classic. Cause he just yeah. hasn't had big at bats ever. Yeah. He, he's the opposite of playoff Lenny. Well, that's not a thing either because he's just not good. I, I know. I'm tired of hearing about playoff Lenny. You know what that implies? That every other time you're bad. Correct. Bad football player. All right. And our final question of the day. In NBA droughts, there are three active NBA players who have played at least 500 career regular season games without making a single three-pointer. I got some hints for you. All three were first-round draft picks. All three are international players, and huh. all three played in the 2023 NBA playoffs. Name any two. We'll check in. All right. The crack house has checked in. Um, <laughs> doing some crack just before um, wrestling Bret Hart in <laughs> for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, Perfect. T-Wolves number one overall draft picks. Uh, talk it out. It's, it's funny. Once once again, our team name might help us, right? With, yeah. with well, Scott Bear, is, possibly. Scott has thrown out three very interesting names. Go ahead, Scott. Ronnie Radomoff. So Gobert comes up because I mean he shouldn't be shooting threes. Um I was thinking Clint Capella, and the pause on him is whether or not he was a first round pick. The guy that I'm almost conf- almost positive and I'm super confident about is Bismack Biombo. Because he was def- definitely a first-round pick. He's been around long enough, and I doubt he's made a three-pointer. I, I do want credit for international players who are first-round picks who have played at least 500 games and haven't hit a three-pointer that the first name I threw out was Ben Simmons. We're obviously <laughs> not going to guess that. But which which is incredible. I don't know if he's played 500 games, though. I threw uh, out oh, Ben. I threw out Ben Simmons but said Ben Gordon. Oh. Oops, not, <laughs> definitely. No, he's – he said a lot. He said a lot. He said it, and I was like, <laughs> uh, "Definitely not." Yeah, um, I thought I was missing an insight. I actually, joke. David, I actually don't know if Ben Simmons has played 500 games. Now that I think about it, he's been so hurt, and he sat yeah. out a bunch of games. I don't yeah. know if he's made it because that's, that's like, true. If you're on an 82 game schedule, that's like six seasons. That's six. That's six full seasons without missing any. We know he's that's, not. You're right. right. You're actually oh, right. Ben, ben actually Simmons has played 317 NBA. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We were, so I, and he's probably, I but I bet, I bet you he has not hit that many three pointers. I mean, it's not, it can't be, it can't be more, more than about 20. So who do you want to go with of your three? I think Rudy Gobert yep. is an interesting one if we I, believe he's never hit a three pointer. I'd say Gobert and Biombo because Capella, we're not sure. I can't place him in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. The only the thing that makes me two. nervous about Gobert, he just seems like the kind of guy, he's a big enough name that at some point he's going to have his, 
you know, hands on the ball in the end of the third quarter, he's going to just put one up. But sure, but, I mean, I I could see it, but I just don't know that. We yeah, okay, okay, okay. Go right? for it then. Like, let's let's do yeah. Go bear and the, yeah. Biombo. All the other guys I'm thinking of, I know have made threes. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. No, go for it. Go with your two. I think that's great. All right, we're going to check in with Rudy Gobert and Bismack Biombo for 100 points. All right, and the crack house. What you come up with? So I threw Dan a really weird name to start off with. First of all, after the Ben Gordon, and then we had the Ben Simmons conversation because Dan said the exact same thing. He's like, what about Ben Simmons? And I was like, well, number one, he didn't play in the playoffs. And um, but that's also true. Yeah. And he doesn't play. Um, <laughs> so then I threw out Alex Len because I just I loved Alex Len and I wanted him to be good so bad. But I was Does- like, mm, I don't know. He's he seems like the type that could step back every once in a while. Um, and then I landed on, oh my God, Bismack Biombo. <laughs> um, duh, has to be him. There's no has way to he be. made a three. Has to be. And I, uh, also landed on Clint Capella and unlike Scott, I felt pretty confident that he was a first round pick. And then I was like, there's no way Clint Capella's made a three. I, I would bet my life on it. So agreed. We checked in with Bismack Biombo and Clint Capella for 100 points. Okay, different answers on the last question. We love the drama. Both teams receiving points. You got all three. Bismack Biombo, Clint Capella, and Rudy Gobert. Very well done. Um, just for for clarification, Alex Len has hit a lot of three pointers. Ah, okay. Um for in 2018-19 with the Hawks, he hit 74 threes. Wow. wow. Hell he was yeah. and, and, just in and, one and at, season and at a a 36 percent clip which is wow not terrible not terrible at all okay i also so, didn't know i didn't know if he's considered international if he went to merit like i don't know it, as far as like he is from another country though. no yeah, i know I think, but yeah, i don't yeah. know that like if you know what i mean yeah i'd, cons- I'd consider like it they're drafted from, okay because some people are yeah. like oh they went to college you know in the united states yeah, he made he made seventy four and then hasn't made more than sixteen in any other season. Rudy and, Gobert's and, never and went zero for two this year. Rudy Gobert has never hit a three. I think he's zero for four in his career. Yeah. He hit he hit Kyle Anderson <laughs> for three points. Um, what, hey, and I'm <laughs> not even almost kidding. for three games yeah, for three games. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I was kind of mad that uh, Mike Brown didn't play Alex Lenmore when Kevin Looney was absolutely murdering Domantas Savonis on the boards. Like how Just, embarrassing. It's yeah, embarrassing I, to let Kevin Looney punk your whole team like that. I was like, get somebody else in there to rebound the basketball. I they saw just a tweet. Don't I, forget who, I forget who it was, but I saw I saw a tweet that was like, Kevon Looney is making DeMontis Sabonis look like those fake rubber seals they use on the great white sharks to get them to jump. <laughs> uh, all right. At the end of our game, we've got uh, the crack house with 815 points. Um, but our winners of the, uh, the Matt McGloin award, uh, for tonight uh, are the T-Wolves' number one overall draft picks with 826. Very first nice time played the by Wolves. everybody. Yeah, and a T-Wolves championship. We yeah, love to first, see first time that's ever happened. So good job, guys. <laughs> Matt, let me jump in first and just say absolutely great, really well-written game. I'm not going to give Josh any credit for reviewing, but I <laughs> – I think I think this game was great. It why, definitely. Why is Josh catching strays lately? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. It's because he, he because he reviewed some game and and it turned out to be impossible. I think that was why. But anyway, Todd back to Van Matt. Poppel. That's right. 
Um, so Matt, thank you. Thank you for coming on writing the game. We we love to have guest hosts who especially who know how to gauge difficulty. That that born in two thousand question notwithstanding i thought it was fair but hard i think the rest of the game was really really good so i'll let my fellow bench warmers jump in yeah real quick i'll, I'll throw i'll clink a pell and throw down the, the alley-oop here from david um i agree these were some of my favorite questions in, in in a while some of these in this game um that last question the 2001 the mats the quarterbacks i thought that was interesting like yeah. there were some some questions that i i really really enjoyed um and that's you know that's a disservice to myself because I like your questions better than most of mine. So, I mean, that's obviously great. Thank you so much for taking the time to put the game together for us. Um, yeah, obviously, thank you for, for your support and your patronage. Um, you're definitely welcome back anytime as a host or a player. Anytime you want to come back, just make sure there's no current NBA questions. We'll be, Ugh. We'll, we'll take more of those. No, it's, uh, it's... There'll be an entire uh, George Mikan question there we go or some something somebody old and white uh yeah thanks for having me on um yeah i mean like writing trivia was as uh, honestly like how i learn trivia best like rather than like i don't do like the flashcarding crap even when i was prepping for jeopardy like it helped me out to just write questions and figure out kind of the, the art of it so um it was fun to uh Fun to and and one of the things that drew me to the bench warmers in the first place was the variety of games and the way you guys play stuff. So um it made for a really fun write. So um yeah, appreciate you having me on and I'd love to come back another time. That'd be great. Yes, and guys, write games. It's it's fun, it's it's nice, it's refreshing sometimes because when we write games, inevitably, and we've talked about this at nauseum before, but just we end up trying to stump each other and sometimes or mess with each other right yeah. and it's like it's nice when a, a guest host comes on has good tough but like fun and gettable questions and i think a lot of you are probably capable of that so write a game try it out and we'd love to have you on i mean i gave up a hosting date for this and i'm glad i did and i'm glad i got to play because you killed it matt so great yeah. job awesome all right matt you want to take us out of here Thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. TP.